This is CKOU, the new K-Country 93.7, today's best country. It is 8.15 here on the Morning Drive with Dan, the new K-Country 93.7, today's best country. A little cool out there right now, six degrees. Uh, it just feels a little uh, chilly, I guess, uh, but it will warm up to about 19 degrees later this afternoon with a uh, mixture of sun and cloud. Thank goodness, uh, much better weather than it was on uh, on Saturday. And actually, uh, we had a pretty good stretch of weather there over the uh, the weekend. Following the uh, the massive storm that rolled through parts of uh, southern Ontario, most of southern Ontario, actually, and uh, into Quebec as well. Unfortunately, uh, 10 deaths reported as a result of that storm, and that stretches uh, right from southern Ontario to uh, to Quebec. Somehow, uh, no deaths reported in the, uh, the Uxbridge area, despite the devastation that um, was wreaked on the uh, the area by the storm. Joining us right now is the uh, the mayor of the town, the township of uh, Uxbridge, Mr. Dave Barton. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing as well as we can we can expect here, uh, Dan. Thanks for calling me this morning. Yeah. So uh, let's get caught up. Um, thank God there were no um, deaths reported, uh, no injuries either. Were there any serious injuries? There weren't any serious injuries. Um, obviously the. A few people went into the Uxbridge Cottage Hospital to deal with uh, maybe one broken bone. So we're, we're very fortunate from that perspective, especially when you when you move around our community right now. The devastation is just unreal. I was going to say, because it is not reflective in what you see when you uh, try and drive around. Now, the roads are passable again, but huge tree, trees everywhere. That was the thing that, uh, that caught my attention, just the amount of trees that uh, that came down. Is there any estimation of uh, how long it's going to take to to be able to clean the trees away? I, yeah, we there. There's no real way to estimate this kind of inf- this that type of inflation right now. Um, all I can tell you is that everybody's working together to get this done. Neighbors are helping neighbors. Um, we've got tree service companies all over the place. So we've had every level of government. So yesterday. You know, our MP, Jennifer O'Connell, was in town. Um, Peter Bethenfalvy and I walked all over all over town. And then uh, Premier Ford was in town as well. Everyone's offering to help. Uh, we've got hydro crews everywhere. We've got Rogers trucks. Um, everyone's trying to get comms up and to get this cleaned up as quickly as possible, including the municipality. So we're assisting our residents everywhere we can. So as far as infrastructure, uh, what was the blow to infrastructure? So we'll talk about municipal infrastructure first. Um, we had a building down at our museum. Our arena roof blew off and then landed into high voltage lines that they're still trying to get fixed. They've been working on that for almost 24 hours. Um, and then single-family homes, multi-residential. Uh, we've got two churches that are extremely badly damaged and then one other that's damaged. It, there's an awful lot of devastation on the ground here in Oxbridge. Right. So right now it is still a, a point of assessing some of the damages for those areas that were hit the hardest? Yeah, and we, we've had um, crews from Georgina. Um, Margaret Quirk stepped up and, and is helping there. So she sent us some building inspectors that these guys have been working extremely hard to help us out. Um, our own crews, and we've, we've pulled in some, some consultants as well to assess the really big damage. And those are the homes that are unsafe to to enter right now in the buildings, including a couple of hours. So we've issued orders on those. And then the big thing is just getting power reconnected again. That's sort of what's holding us up because with 
with electricity comes communications again, and it means that we will better understand who needs help and how to give it to them. Now, I understand that there there are pockets that are getting uh, power back on uh, from time to time, but still uh, some major areas without power? Yeah, so so most of the eastern side of, of Uxbridge, we still don't have power there. Um, we just got power restored at our fire hall. Um, our hospital's still on, on emergency backup. I just got a, a message from them. So we expect you know more and more people to get connected today. But there's there's a there's an awful lot of work to get done, and uh, and we have the right people on the ground to help us get that done. And I was talking to Ginger Jackson. She was saying that uh, the McDonald's, both in Uxbridge and Port Perry, uh, managed to uh, reopen today. So some of the businesses starting to reopen, which is phenomenal. And then quick shout out to a couple people, if you don't mind. Dan. one is McDonald's. So not only they pulled in a reefer trailer to make sure that their food was safe. But they they also offered space to any other business in the community to make sure that they didn't have too much food spoilage. So, so Ginger Jackson, Sandy Jackson, they continue to step up. Then a big shout out, if you don't mind me saying this, Doug Williamson. Um, we had no communications. We were an emergency backup at our fire hall, which is how we, where we were managing this disaster. But we lost all communications, all cell, all uh, all data. And I, I gave Doug Williamson a call, and he came by, set us up with a fully redundant system that was uh, was satellite-based so that we could manage through the disaster. We got our phone lines back up, and we were actually able to communicate to the region, the province, and everyone else. So, Doug Williamson, thank you. You've been – we couldn't have made it through this without you. Now, is this um, one of those things that you're going to sit back at some point and reflect and, and look at things like that? Oh, for sure. And right away, and we, we have a list. Our CAO is amazing. So Christy has a list of, of lessons learned, and that list started kind of 15 minutes in. We, we were very prepared for, for emergencies, but there's always things you don't think of. And uh, we will make sure we communicate to that information to you know, all of our surrounding municipalities and others as well on how to deal with an emergency when you lose all services. We talked about the devastation of some of the uh, the buildings, and some buildings may be condemned. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure whether it's a building that will be condemned, but uh, there were a few apartment buildings that were heavily damaged, and families have not been able. They can go in and take stuff out, but that's it. They're not able to uh, reside in those uh, places. Is there anything we can do to help folks like that? And is there anything we can do to help the situation? So the best way to help is to sort of stay out of the way from a, you know, boots on the ground. You know, we have a lot of people working. But the last thing we need is is people in the area. So, you know, watch media channels. If you're from outside of, of town, watch media channels. Uh, we're encouraging neighbors to help neighbors. So if you have a chainsaw and your your neighbor has a tree down, safely help them is, is a great way to, to assist. I'm not aware of any GoFundMes, but there's a lot of people with a lot of experience who are looking to, to launch something. So kind of watch groups like, like Rotary um, in, in the coming days as, as we manage getting through this, this significant emergency. So this is just strictly cleanup effort right now. Yeah, and, and from a municipal standpoint, we're, we're laser-focused on public infrastructure. So we want to make sure that people have, have, have power, they have 
you know, they keep water, that our fire department are, are fully staffed and have everything that they need. And with all those things comes, gets life back to normal, gets kids back in school, and uh, and things are a little bit better on the ground here in Oxford. Uh, I know, you know, you've only been mayor for, uh, you know, one term, but from talking to others or, uh, you know, hearing from experiences in the past, uh, is this one, if not the most devastating storm ever hit that area? Dan, you and I have been, we've been in Oxbridge for a long time. I, I've never seen anything like this. We've had storms like this, this hit your know, rural areas where it just, you know, takes down everything in its path. But for it to run through an urban area like Oxbridge, um, again, I've never seen it. We've seen it in places like Barrie in the past, you know, even last year. But uh, this was a very significant event, and we have so many people hurting today because of the devastation of that storm. So, again, if somebody is uh, to keep watching uh, social media for clubs like the Rotary Club, there's uh, nowhere really to, to step up. I'm thinking about even, I guess, individually, uh, the United Church lost most of its sanctuary uh, in losing its roof. And I would imagine that, uh, you know, they're going to be struggling and trying to, to make repairs. Yeah, and, and that's the information we don't know yet. You know, I, we have open lines of communication with, with our friends from the United Church and other areas as well. There's going to be a huge amount of need. But right now, it's, it's more about ensuring that we get services up and running, you know, things like that so that we can move through this section into, um, you know, the larger event, which is repairing all the damaged, uh, you know, buildings and replanting trees. There's just so much to do that I'm trying to focus on the next eight hours at this point. Right. And uh, for that cleanup, I know I was t- uh, talking to you yesterday. It's important to note for uh, people, especially if they got branches and tree limbs and things like that. Normally, you have to cut it up into small bite-sized pieces for a collection. You were saying, in, in this case, it's the opposite because it's easier to mulch? Right. So so we're doing a couple different things. So the bigger, the better. It makes it easier for crews to deal with. We're going to have chipper crews running up and down residential streets. It's, I don't know if it's going to take a day or, or a month to clean all that up with those chipper crews, but we will have people on site. And then our friends from Sanford, Sand and Gravel or Maple Leaf Mulch, they have a couple of different names. They're going to be coming by and picking up the really big stuff that, that they can reach from the curb. So those you know, 100-year-old trees that are difficult to deal with from a chainsaw perspective, they're going to be uh, picking those up um, with cranes and dropping them in and then creating mulch out of it. So it just, that will greatly assist with the cleanup. And uh, the the township website, uh, which you will be able to access through our uh, website here at K-Country and uh, 105.5, uh, the website as well, that's uh, the spot to go? Yeah, Oxbridge.ca is the best place to go for information. And then for people that don't have data yet, um, our local newspaper, The Cosmos, are are printing a two-page ad with a day early that will have kind of answers to all those questions. You know, um, what to do with waste, what to do with food waste, things like that. We're going to have bins set up at the senior center and at the arena so that people can drop not, not, um, not like tree branches, but food waste and shingles and, and all that type of stuff that's, that's just garbage at this point. Um, so that you uh, 
we don't have issues with animals and stuff and, and in and around our homes. Right. Well, uh, thanks for taking time. I know it's a, a very busy time for you, and it will be in the uh, the coming weeks as well. Uh, hey, you know, n- no no better time to be a mayor. You get through a pandemic, and then uh, you know, uh, this this hits as well. Uh, just an incredible amount, you know, incredible time. And and by the way, passing along, uh, I was talking to some of the uh, local merchants and local citizens. A, a thank you for helping guide uh, the town uh, township of Oxbridge through uh, this as well. Well, I, thanks, thanks, Dan. I, again, uh, I I still have the best job in the world because everyone steps up to, to help, and uh, we're all in this together for sure. And uh, it, you know, if uh, Georgina residents are looking for uh, to help out, um, wait for a bit, and uh, the local uh, organizations, no doubt, will be reaching out to people for some help in the uh, future. Dave, again, thanks for your time. Hey, thanks, Dan. All the best. Take care. Bye bye. That is the uh, the mayor of the township of Uxbridge, and for those who haven't seen the news, uh, just a complete devastation. And as uh, Dave said, we both have grown up in that area, and uh, I could not believe that the de- the devastation uh, that was uh, wreaked upon the uh, the area on uh, Saturday. The, the, it just places are destroyed, and the last count was ten to eighteen buildings that may end up being condemned because of the uh, the incident. And, and as Dave said, it's not that we you know you haven't seen this in the past, uh, but it's usually hitting in rural areas. But this hit the urban area in the uh, the township of Uxbridge. And for those who know, the Second Wedge Brewery completely destroyed, completely destroyed uh, by the incident. And uh, I was talking to uh, the owner, Joanne Richter, on Saturday right after it happened. She happened to be at a, a family function in Montreal. She said her husband and the dog were sitting in the upstairs in the office when the roof came off. Somehow, thank goodness, no injuries reported, but if you've seen the devastation from the Second Wedge Brewery, you know, you can you can appreciate how thankful they are that no one was injured in that. Uh, and uh, stay tuned. We'll keep you up to date on any uh, relief efforts. This is CKOU, the new K-Country 93.7. Today's best country and a part of the Torres Media family.